0: to the trusted visions podcast stacy we are going to wrap up the month of october we've been talking a lot about the consulting side with broker dealers and osjs and to our audience as a financial advisor we didn't want to leave you out because there's there's work that can be done in helping you as an individual producer to grow your practice outside of what we talked about with the broker-dealer. So we're going to wrap up this month, Stacey, um, talking about you know what we do for financial advisors to help them elevate their practice to the next level and some things that they can be really looking at and talking about. So I'm going to start with you, Stacey. Um, can you talk a little bit about what financial advisors should be looking at within their broker-dealer or their network in terms of helping elevate their practice to the next level?
1: Of course. Thanks, Jeremy. Um, Yeah. I mean, the organic growth side of your practice is it has got to be a fun topic as um, advisors start to get into that. But it's also a little daunting, right? So how do I tackle some of the goals that I've got, whether it's on the marketing side or implementing some of the efficiencies that you know you need to hit in order to hit uh, some of those uh, growth goals for your book? And um, a a lot of times you want to make sure that you're with a firm that's got a lot of flexibility in regards to, especially on the marketing side, how you can implement some of those, um, I don't know, what you have in your head, right, to actually implement it and see it in action. And so a lot of some great broker-dealers have some really good practice management programs that really step it out in regards to how to go from, hey, here's my stated goal and intention of what I want to get done to actual implementation. And that practice management team now... Jeremy, they're not all created equal. So I think we do need to be aware of that. Some have a cookie cutter approach where, hey, the, the coaching that happens is the same for every advisor. Uh, you either fit into it or you don't. And then there's others that do a lot of custom coaching, really um, collaborating with that advisor to, uh, you know, their, their goal might be to spend, you know, more time out of the office, but maintain what they have. And others have really high aggressive growth goals or or marketing goals that they want to hit. So, um, really evaluate your broker dealer's practice management coaching. Uh, talk with other advisors that have been through it. Is it worth committing your time, your money? You know, whether it's travel. Um, and and in order to to get the results that you're looking for. Otherwise, there's some really great options outside of other um, outside your broker dealer as well if you need to go there. Uh, the other thing that goes hand in hand with a fantastic uh, practice management team, right, that, that's delivering uh, for you is support in that high net worth client space. Now, each office may be a little different, right, in regards to what clients you serve. But if you've got high net worth clients or that's an area you're looking to expand in, um, Jeremy and I know a couple of broker dealers that really excel in making sure you've got the resources to look good with those clients to deliver what they need. Because we all know those clients are used to getting the top tier service wherever they're at, especially with your competitors. So as you explore your broker dealers, your current firm, and others. Just know that not all practice management teams are created equal in helping you get there. And there are some true key differences in that high net worth support for your, um, for those clients as well. So Jeremy, what are other ways that advisors can really leverage their broker-dealer partner for some of their growth goals?
0: So, and I'll I'll touch on that in a second, Stacy. I think you brought up a good point of not all practice management teams are created equal. And to our audience, when you're exploring your broker dealer options, I think this is a vital area. Most advisors at OSJs focus on, hey, what's my payout or advisory pricing going to be? What's my transition money going to be? What's my technology? This is an area to all OSJs and advisors that has to be a key topic to really dig into. What is my broker dealer doing to help me elevate my practice to the next level? I, I think that is a extremely overlooked area that a lot of advisors don't think of. That that that's where teams like Trusted Visions come into play to help you ask those questions that you don't know to ask. Because to your point, Stacy. Some of those broker-dealers, if you want their teams to work with you on high-net-worth clients, is there a fee to it? If so, what is that fee? Some of them will just put together the proposal but won't present it to your client with you and come out for those meetings. Those are vital things that are often overlooked. So i touch on that. The second thing I would say is branding is key to the practice that you're building and the long term future you're building. And and you gotta think about that from the perspective of we have in the past, whenever we work with a client, we've sent them kind of a goodie box of coffee cup and post-it and and hydro flask and all that. And it sounds corny. But the reality is your goal is to hope that one of your client or your client keeps one of those many things that you send them so that as they come across friends or family that want financial advice, you are top of mind. And so don't be afraid to think outside the box and get creative. And Stacey says this all the time. Have fun with it. Um, but to your question, Stacy, in terms of other avenues that, that advisors can look at to, to help grow their practice, I've seen one over probably the past decade, if not more, that broker-dealers have really gotten focused on a referral source. Some broker-dealers call it the professional alliance program. Some people, some advisors or broker-dealers call it the solicitor's program. It's all one and the same. And Back to my point of a lot of advisors don't even know to ask about practice management, I would say 90% of them That topic never comes up when they're exploring a broker-dealer option, and that's an avenue that, yes, it takes work and it takes time to build those trusting relationships, but I know two advisors that have elevated their practice by over 60 percent in the last two years, working with estate planning attorneys, um, working with CPAs, building that relationship, And, and don't be afraid to start out with those CPAs or estate planning attorneys or professionals out there and say, hey. I know you're working with several other financial advisors. I just want in on that share, a portion of that share right now. And let me prove what I can do for your clients to elevate you as a professional to them and the services you provide, but also elevate their financial success. And I, I suggest that in that you don't want to go in and just say, hey, work with me and only me and and all this. Go in and just know that you got to prove yourself, and it can be extremely successful for both that professional from a financial standpoint. I mean, one of the advisors, she is a top five advisor within the broker dealer she's with. And, you know, at first, that estate planning attorney didn't start out licensed. And then he started realizing how much money am I giving up? By not being licensed. And I mean, he's making six figures alone just from these referrals that he's he's sourcing to her. And so my point is, look outside the box and look at those referral programs. And are there people in your area that are professionals that can, you guys can do joint business together and start forming those relationships? In addition to that, don't be afraid to find out from your broker-dealer or the broker-dealers you're exploring what those solicitors' programs or professional alliance programs look like. Because to your point, Stacey, not all are created equal, and they'll say they have it, but then you get on, and it, is it treated as an OBA? Can you share in commissions? There's so many nuances there between states and broker-dealers. So to our audience, I hope you found this uh, podcast useful for, for you in terms of elevating your practice in this month's series of what trusted visions can do for you outside of just recruiting, whether it's as small as talking about just your value proposition, looking at your payouts and saying, hey, are you competitive enough to compete in the marketplace? Or even a customized uh, consulting program that can really elevate your broker-dealer recruiting team, your OSJ recruiting, or you as an individual advisor. So, as always, Stacy, your contact information. Thanks, Jeremy.
1: It's 641 919 and my email is stacy.martin at trustedvisions.com.
0: And for me, it's 480-430-5012 or info at trustedvisions.com. Hope everybody has a great Halloween. Stacy, are you dressing up this year?
1: Uh, no, I am not a big Halloween costume girl.
0: All right, audience. Disappointing, uh, isn't it? On, on our LinkedIn post, I want you to make sure you comment in your your unhappiness with Stacy not dressing up everybody have a happy halloween we look forward to starting a new podcast series next month